All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Body Mind Strong podcast, where we talk all things life, fitness, and health. My name is Renee, your host and integrated fitness coach. And today we are actually going to change things up a bit and have our first roundtable discussion. And with me is Ryan Andrea, who is a fitness coach, author, and owner of The Physique Athlete. Welcome back, and Ryan. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How are you today? Oh, it's great. Um, it's a little bit cloudy here in Texas, but otherwise everything looks nice. And I'm, you know, happy to be here. It's warm. It's cloudy and warm. Say. So it's <laughs> warm. <and awesome. laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's humid and warm and kind of sticky. But you see, I have on a long sleeve hoodie, so it's it's kind of that weird weird weather right now. But I'm doing great. Nice. Yeah, we're we're getting up to about five inches of snow right now. So it's actually kind of gorgeous up here right now. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes. This is something I actually wanted to do earlier with Ryan, but because she was in Texas, we didn't get to it sooner. So, but at least I'm glad everything's coming back to normal for you guys. It is. Yeah. We had no power. So um, I had to conserve to make sure that the rolling blackouts didn't cut us out in the middle of an interview. So we're, we're, we're still getting it done. <laughs> All right, good. Okay. Well, today's topic, we're going to cover strength training for beginners. So for all those who are new to strength training, grab a pen and take some notes. So with that, let's get going. So absolutely. Awesome. There are going to be a few topics we're going to cover. And the first one is I want to touch base on just finding the right gym. You know, that's one of the questions I get asked quite a bit from people. Um, They think they have to go to the gym to strength train, but you have options. There are definitely options out there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree, especially since um, with what happened last year, I know a lot of people started building their home gyms. Um, You know, they started with resistance bands and then they would go to TJ Maxx and find a lone dumbbell hanging off the edge of the end cap there, you know, or Target. Um, So training at home has definitely become more popular um, Mm -hmm. due to due to safety concerns. With training at home, um, I would definitely recommend to make sure you're training heavy enough um, because, you know, that lone dumbbell that you find at TJ Maxx may only be a five pound weight or a 10 pound weight. Don't be afraid if you see a lone 30 pound weight to grab it, take it. Um, just because you can't work your shoulders with a 30 pound dumbbell, which you probably shouldn't be doing yet, you know, unless yeah. you're a men's heavyweight bodybuilder, uh, you can absolutely, especially for females, you can work your back and you can do glutes and work legs, hip thrusters, those kind of exercises. So definitely if you have a home gym, don't be afraid to pick up those heavy dumbbells when you see them all alone. They need a place to go. <laughs> yes, Definitely. Definitely, definitely. And for those who are actually looking for a gym, I mean, a lot of times I hear people like, well, this gym's better than this gym. And that, what really it comes down to is your personal preference. I mean, there are so many different types of gyms. You've got, you know, small ones, large ones, private ones, some are female only. Um, There are some that focus on like powerlifting, others are CrossFit. So it's actually what your preference is going to be, like what kind of gym you want to try out. So, and I know a lot of the gyms actually have like free trial periods. So if you're looking at one, you're kind of intrigued, ask them if they have a free trial period. So you can actually check it out and see what it's like for you. Oh, I think I'm, there she is. She's back. Hey, Renee, we, we couldn't have planned that. I mean, if we wanted to, maybe we should have <laughs> tried the interview during the rolling blackouts last week. Maybe we would have better luck. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. 
All right, All right. we're back. We're back. All right. I just put my two cents in finding the different types of gyms. So like all right, all right. Gym, find free, like a, a CrossFit, big ones, small ones, trying out, like if they have a trial period, trying it out, you know, checking sure. out. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. I would agree with checking it out. Um, I know for me, when I started bodybuilding, I was very familiar with the gym. I have been in athletics my entire life. I walk into a gym. I don't care if there's a 300 pound man grunting in front of the mirror. I'm going to get right next to him and start working out. However, when it was time for me to actually shift into bodybuilding and as I got older, it was important for me to find a quiet place to work out and a place where I could focus. And, um, you know, even if he was in the gym, he had on headphones and he was kind of staying in his own little corner, too. Um, because the gym can be intimidating. So if you are a beginner, I absolutely understand that even as a person who has experience and I don't mind working out next to him, you know, it's like mm, everybody, everybody is some, some people can be intimidated by that. So yeah, finding a place you're comfortable is important. Definitely. And like women, I know the free weight section could definitely be intimidating, especially when you got all those guys there, you know, you just got to put on your headphones and just strut in and just do your thing. Cause it's, I think part of that also comes from my experience working out on military base. I mean, it's like most guys. So <laughs> yeah, I've just yeah. learned to go in and I just do my thing and they're all just focused on their own thing anyways. And they so, really are. Yeah. I agree. And they tend to use the heavier weights. So then you can totally get the lower weights too by yourself too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like this. And too, also, um, you know, there is a such thing as gym etiquette. So mm -hmm. if you take the weights, you know, and you want to go take your weights and go work in another room, you're absolutely okay to do that. Take your weights, go work in another room, gym etiquette, just put them back. So yeah, that's another definitely. tip that if you want to, you know, kind of pull away and pull away to work for work on, on yourself and by yourself and with yourself, you can absolutely do that. Take the weights with you. Yeah. That, that's actually a good point. I didn't even think about that because I just strut and do my thing and strut out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and I love that how you say strut. You know, it's like I, I don't think sometimes women, I think sometimes we forget um, that if you strut past somebody in the gym and they're working out, they're either going to move out the way or going to stop what they're doing. Like, like, girl, get the weights off the rack and do what you got to do. <laughs> and I think mine comes from a little bit is my... <laughs> Like we all have a area of our body parts that's like better than the rest. It just mm -hmm. it they it just shows mm -hmm. and it just goes boom. I'm here and mine are my shoulders and yes, I don't work yes. heavy weights on my shoulders at all. Okay. But okay. because I'm bottom heavy, you can really see the definition very well. So when mm -hmm. I go in there with like little ten pound weights, and I'm like, look at this guy's. Mine look better than yours. Like yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I love like it. 20, I love 25. It. I'm like, check this out. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, just just grab the weights. The intimidation is a thing, you know. I know there's some gyms, you know, Planet Fitness. It's a no grunt zone or whatever, but find the place where you're comfortable. You know, I, I have, I have a friend who's a pro, she's a bodybuilding pro and she works out in at planet fitness in the corner by herself mm -hmm. with her hoodie on. And that's where she's happy. And she's a pro and she wins every time she gets on stage. So it doesn't matter. You know, if you're at planet fitness goals, gym, LA fitness or in your garage, just get the work done. Yeah. Weights are weights. <clears throat> that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so awesome. Okay. Next topic, building a muscle. You want to take this Ryan? Sure. The basics. Or what? Okay. Um, some of the basics of building muscle, you can't not mention nutrition. 
with yes. building muscle. And so you have your three major, your three macronutrients, the macronutrients, proteins, your carbohydrates, and your fats. Um, we know proteins help with muscle synthesis to put the muscle back together after you've ripped it down. I like to call carbohydrates like the Lego blocks um, of building muscle. So you have your protein to put your muscle back together, but the carbohydrates actually fill out your fill out the muscle and make the muscle look plump and heavy and happy. And then you have your fats. Um, fats are crucial for brain. For your mm -hmm. brain, right? Hormones and need hormones, yeah. Fats. Uh, yeah, that's part of hormone development in your body is your is taking in your fats. Uh, so definitely, when you are starting a muscle building program, your nutrition program they they go together. You know, you've heard that you can't out train a bad diet, and you know other phrases like that. But really, when it comes to building muscle. It's less to me about out training a bad diet and becoming more consistent about what you take in, um, mm -hmm. eating every three to four hours and make sure making sure that you're giving your body a consistent supply of energy to work with um, your muscles grow while you're sleeping. So also mm -hmm. while you're, you know, we think that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get these, this dumbbell and I'm going to do, you know, a thousand bicep curls. Well, actually, when you're in the gym, you're making yourself weaker. That's when you're stripping your body down in the gym, doing bicep curls, you're getting weaker. When you go home and eat and go to the kitchen, you're refilling the muscle. And then when you go to sleep, that's when your muscles grow. And so the basics of, of, of muscle building actually happen not in the gym. They happen in the kitchen and sleeping in the bed. And so I think those are some really important uh, tips to remember for a beginner, even for myself, you know, I and myself, mm -hmm. I have, you know, I have mirrors in the garage and I'm, you know, I'm banging out bicep curls and lat pull downs. And it's like, girl, that's not, that's not where it's going to happen. You better go inside and cook yourself the right meal and the right, you know, macronutrient ratios and then eat it. And then you need to have a good night's sleep as well. Oh, I love how you describe that one. Usually I keep it really simple. To me, it's I give people a visualization as of when you're lifting, you're basically tearing your muscles. Mm -hmm. You're putting it under mm -hmm. stress. And in order for your muscles to grow and get stronger, it has to adapt. So you have to kind of break it down. Mm -hmm. And so that's, yes, when you sleep, when you eat, that's when you repair. And as you repair and those muscles come back together, that's when they become stronger and a little bit more plump and, and bigger. bigger. And yes, 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 yes. And that's that's the kind of tricky part, you know, when you're explaining to with our clients, we have to kind of remind them that you can come here. My, my coach, she was so um, wonderful about drilling into my head. You are with me an hour. That mm -hmm. is all. You're with me an hour. The growth and the muscle building is not happening in this hour. It's happening in the other 23 when you are by yourself. Oh, I and love so, that. so while you are, you know, we're building muscle and we're excited because we're doing this new program, the new program isn't happening, that the results of the new program aren't happening with your trainer. They're happening while you're by yourself. And sometimes that's the hardest part, you know, saying, oh, man, you know, I got to go to the grocery store. When we get off the phone, I am I am out of chicken. I need to go to the grocery store, you know. So that's important to remember. The building of the muscle happens really not in the gym. Yeah, I'm out of eggs and egg whites, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need my protein. I have to go get protein. Yeah, right. I am but, not exempt. I have to go to the grocery store when we are finished, <laughs> you know. But ladies, we talk about building muscle, muscles getting bigger. 
do not let that freak you out because I know a lot of women they they use they want to tone but they don't want to build muscle and and I'm sorry toning is building muscle ladies just so you know but you cannot build muscle fast and it can't grow big fast without um, certain supplements so trust us for ladies who try to build their muscles big, it takes time. It takes a lot of effort to grow those muscles bigger. So don't be afraid of that. You know, I know some, you'll get that muscle pump right afterwards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's not the same as muscle growth. It's mm -hmm. not. You will be a little bit bigger coming out, but it's inflammation. It's, it's, you will lose It's a some blood rush. Yeah, yeah, it's a blood rush. rush to the muscle. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the, the pump feels great. It feels great. You know, Arnold, he always talked about chasing the pump, you know, chasing that feeling. It does feel good. It's it's a release of hormones. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 the same as eating a donut. I feel happy afterwards. You know, it's it's that. So it's it's the pump that that what, what Renee is talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the pump. So don't be afraid to lift heavy. It's going to take a long time to grow those big, but mm -hmm. growing a little bit muscle is going to help you if you're trying to achieve fat loss. So in the long term, and we'll touch about that later, but Absolutely. Yeah. I just have something to add <clears throat> in my book. I wrote how perfect almost the environment has to be for for muscle building. Not to say that if you're having a bad day, you shouldn't go to the gym. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know, eating three to four hours, getting every day, three to four hours, getting your supplements in, hitting your macronutrient ratios almost perfectly every day, you know, eight hours of sleep, a nap in the middle of the day if you can, a gallon of water every day, you know, and so it takes a lot more, just like you were saying, it takes a lot more to, you know, to get huge. Don't be afraid uh, of that. The the environment for building muscle, uh, very re reduced stress in your in your daily lifestyle. All those things play a factor in how um, quickly or how well your body will adapt to your muscle building program. So I agree. Don't be afraid when you when you when you hear, you know, people I've heard people say I don't want to bulk up. I don't want I just want to be lean and it's like, girl, lean means putting on some muscle. That's exactly what that means, you know. So I agree with you 100% there. Definitely. And then when as you start training, you know, if you're not sure of your form, you know, don't be afraid to ask somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the gyms will offer like if you're new, offer like a one-time free like training, like when I worked for the YMCA, we had that one time we take them through a workout, show them some forms because it's not uncommon for you to think you're doing it correctly when you're really yeah. not. And this is why there's mirrors all over the place as well. So don't be afraid to ask, look for a trainer, hire a trainer, making sure you have that form. Cause if you're not doing a good, if your form is completely off, you can cause some other damages that you don't want to have to deal with. And in addition to form, I would definitely say, be sure of the muscle group that you're working. Um, yes. I've, <laughs> it, that, that is a huge, you, you would think it's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm lifting. And so that's a shoulder, you know, that I'm working, but some people actually don't know. Like I, I mentioned before, you know, I would sit in consults with some of my female clients and they say, I just want to tone up my arms and lose my stomach. And it's like, you have arms, you have bicep, tricep, you have shoulders, you have three parts to your shoulders. You have front, middle and rear delts mm -hmm. on your shoulders. You have a back, you have quadriceps, you have hamstrings, you have calves. There's so many more body parts than just toning up your arms. 
And in the process of training your back, you're training your biceps. So be very sure about the muscle that you are targeting. And that will also then dictate your form. Definitely. And I always recommend you got to make sure you're training opposing muscles, not necessarily on the same day, but if you want to work your biceps, make sure you work your triceps, mm-hmm. you know, doing a thousand crunches is not going to get a flat, flat stomach. However, if you're not working your back, it can throw off your back because your stomach is too strong and your back is too weak. So you, your back is not exactly, exactly. So got to make sure you hit all of them. Yeah. yeah, we were we were talking earlier um, about, you know, this craze of working the glutes. Everybody mm-hmm. has to to have have a booty, have round glutes, round booty. You know, I, my butt has to look like Kim Kardashian's. And the truth is the shape that women are looking for. Yes, it comes from the glute, but it also comes from the hamstrings. And the hamstrings are your legs. And so if mm-hmm. you have this, this great giant overdeveloped glute muscle, because that's what it is. It's not just the booty. It's a, that's a muscle. You have this overdeveloped glute, then you've also caused muscle imbalances in other areas um, of your physique. And that's going to catch up with you. So it's really important to work your entire body. Absolutely. Yes. Work your entire physique. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Um, well, based from there, let's just go on to the next topic, which is actually sure. a basic workout routine. We kind of already kind of touched base on oh, yeah. it a little. <laughs> so um, I'll start just, this is what I normally recommend to my clients who are just starting okay. off. Okay. It really depends on where they're at. I go yeah. start, usually start them up about two days a week. Mm-hmm. And, and then we slowly move to three. So that's usually where I start my beginning. So I either have them do two whole body workouts like twice a week, like a whole body workout twice a week, or I'll break them down, do maybe an upper body one day and then lower body the next day, twice a week. And that's usually how I always start them. And then if they want to move to three, I have them split their upper body Mm because your legs are definitely big muscles and you're really good at it. It takes a lot of energy for your lower half. In the upper body, there's so many different specialty areas that you can definitely break those down into two different areas. And there's different ways to do it. But that's usually how I just start my my newbies right from there. I agree. So, um, we have to we're going to have to come up with like a you know how when you're when you're running um, or you want to start, you know, you're like, I want to run. And they have the couch to 5K program. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to come up with like a couch to I don't know. I don't know what we're going to call it, but I totally oh. agree with that. You know, something. Yeah, yeah we yeah, have to figure I it like out. Um, so like um, like a couch to two day. I agree. I, I do the same thing. I'll generally start someone like, let's say, Tuesday, Thursday. You know, and again, I have to back up and say it depends on what their goals are. It depends on what their goals are. If, if, if somebody comes to me and, you know, they're they're heavy, they need to drop. You know, we could do 25 pounds with 50 pounds. I start them every day. Um, walk every day. You have to move 45 minutes every day. You know, if they're committed in there, <clears throat> they've committed to their program. But I agree if you're starting somebody with muscle building two days, four days um, and split the body up or lower, you could split. Um, I've even done two full bodies like you mentioned. Um, and then once you progress past two, three, four days a week and you want to go into that fifth day a week, I definitely recommend starting to train on what we call a split 
meaning you're actually splitting days. Um, in my book, I say, if if somebody asks you what day it is, what day of the week is it? You say, you know, Renee, what day of the week is it? Oh, you're like, it's Monday. But instead of Monday, she says it's chest and shoulders day. She's that, that gives you a hint of how that person is training. It's not Monday, it's chest and shoulders. shoulders. So yes. that, yeah, you know what I mean? So yes. yeah, training, you know, like, oh, what day is it? Like you expect the response to be Thursday and they say back. And it's like, no, that's not what I meant. That is a good indication that that person is training on a split. So when you get past four days, jump to five to six days, definitely start training on a split. That means a body part a day. Yeah. And I've actually kind of broke mine down a little bit more because I've had to take a step back mm -hmm. and I'm breaking my workouts to be a little bit more specific. And I've changed it up to something I've never really done because I got really used to doing like three, like three workouts and rotating them. So I'd have a leg yeah. workout and then two upper bodies where and it started off with upper body was push muscles and you, mm -hmm. like you're pushing. So you're looking at push. chest and triceps and then for pull muscles so on the next day, you're looking at biceps and back. And then I throw in, I usually start throwing in shoulders into the push muscles because I tend to have more workouts, exercises for the back. So okay. then lately I've switched to triceps and back and shoulders and biceps hmm. and bit of chest and I'm founding I'm liking that a little bit more for some interesting reason. that's yeah. a new one that's a new one so so here's go for it go for it oh, <laughs> yeah because I think was that the the push and pull is the old school and then I heard someone mm -hmm. about pitching because when you're doing um like let's say a, a pull down especially if you're using a reverse for reverse your back mm -hmm. and you're going to be working your biceps Mm -hmm. But your triceps aren't going to be working, so they're your biceps are getting fatigued. So why don't why not just work your triceps instead? I don't know. It's I found it. That's, that. that's a new one. Yeah, that, that's a new one. <laughs> I have to look into that. That's yeah, I learned that how many years ago? A couple of years ago, really? I read up on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I it's think nice. as you mentioned, like the traditional. So. Let me let me clarify. If some if if one of your viewers actually wanted to write this down, because we're we're just going back and forth. We are like oh, we yeah, are sorry. we're in yes. the zone. We're in the zone. All right. So if somebody wanted to write this down, um, okay. what what you were saying, I just want to summarize kind of what you were saying. So you mentioned um, push pull legs. Mm -hmm. Okay. So push pull legs. If you were writing this down, push pull legs. It would be three days a week. So your push pull would be chest and triceps. Um, push would be chest, triceps. Pull would be back, biceps, legs, legs and shoulders. And for those so who give, give a visual, yes. yes. For those who need more of a visual, when we talk about push-pull, like when you're doing a push-up, think about what muscles you're using on a push-up. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. let's say if you were able to do, or when you do a pull-up, what muscles are you working when you're pulling up? And that's why we're talking about push and pull. So that's Absolutely. where those come from. Yes, push, pull, legs. That is yeah. that is actually a great transition into bodybuilding to start training push, pull, legs. And on legs, you also train shoulders. You train shoulders on leg day? Sometimes. I have I have I have before. Yes. I Interesting. Have before. Absolutely. I train them with chest. Or I'll I chain them with chest and shoulders for sure. And then I'll come back and either do shoulders and glutes or shoulders mm -hmm. and legs. But shoulders okay. get trained twice a week. Nice. Yes. yes. For okay. me. For me. 
Yeah, I think then, I tend to do a lot of shoulders because I love them so much. And so they tend to be like a focus day almost on their self. Oh, on their own. And see, I have to trick myself because I my weak point has always been legs. You know, we talk about you know, hiring a trainer, if you were to ever get on stage, I can't just not train my legs because I don't like to. So that's what I've always had a trainer for, to tr for my legs, always. Legs, glutes. She gets to pick. I don't get to say anything. She knows why I'm there. Just work on my lower half and fix it. So whenever I do have to train legs or glutes by myself, I trick myself by training shoulders in between. It's like, okay, you get to do something you like after you do this three sets of uh, split squats with the five second, just, you know, pause at the bottom. So it's like, it's, like it's, a, treat. it's, it's a trick basically. Yeah. And I think I've been doing that without realizing, cause I hate working chest and okay. I throw that All in right. with my shoulder day. Like, okay. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So nice. Awesome. But okay. With that, and you mentioned it earlier, it just brings it into cardio of the walking, you know, do not underestimate the benefits of walking, you know, especially when you're starting out, you don't need to go hardcore in cardio. Walking actually has so many great benefits to it. So, Absolutely. yes. Yeah. So I love how you brought that up. It's like almost perfect. Walking is an underutilized tool. And I say underutilized because you know, last year when the gyms closed, I hadn't, I didn't have my home gym put together yet. It wasn't perfect, but mm -hmm. I, my house sits on an incline. And so I would go outside every day and walk and it helped, it helped bring my stress down. It helped me clear my mind, just opening my lungs to get fresh air. Mm -hmm. Really, I saw the benefit in my mental clarity. And then I started to see it in my body. Um, if you want to get started, go walking, put a backpack on if you need a little bit of extra and go take a walk. So, so often underutilized because I think so, so many times we think, like you said, we have to go hard. It has to be hard. It has to be to the wall every day. And, and some days aren't like that, you know, and, and a walk is great, especially if you're going from the couch. Don't underestimate it. You don't have to do more than that, especially if you're just getting off the couch. Yes. And yeah. definitely those with dogs, you really have no excuse. Go take your dog for a walk and then there's two in one. I mean, it gives you also kind of that focus. So yeah. I know some people be like, okay, I'm going to get bored just walking. Well, take your dog. That's that's going to make a huge yeah, difference. Take your dog, put your headphones on, you know, anything. There's something else that I could definitely add here. Um, and it's something that I do. I'll go, I'll do my lift in the gym mm -hmm. and I'll walk afterwards. But then I, there's two cul-de-sacs. And so I'll jog the cul-de-sacs and then walk again. Or from stop sign to stop sign, I'll say, okay, I'm just walking today. I, I don't plan to do any kind of sprinting in between houses or driveways, not today, but I'll lunge. I'll say, okay, I'm going to lunge just this driveway. So that's pretty short, a pretty short <laughs> distance, but it's enough to elevate your heart rate on a walk. So, so make it up. Don't think it has to be perfect. You know, skip, skip, uh, hop. I mean, anything just to get yourself moving. If you want to add in some variations on a walk where you think you may get bored. Yeah, definitely. I like yeah. that. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, for those who I've also heard, they're like, well, I want to start running, but I can't run. Even brief jogs 
Mm-hmm. That is perfect. I mean, 15 seconds, 20 seconds, it doesn't have to be long distance. And doing the walk with the brief jog to a walk, that is like, even yes. with the lunges, it brings up your heart rate a little bit and brings it back mm-hmm. down with the walking. And it's yes. perfect. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to elevate your heart rate, you know, clear your head, prepare your body for movement. That's something else that I think that that needs to be mentioned when we go from the couch to, you know, I'm going to work out five days a week because I've decided um, your body is still sitting on the couch, even though, you know, mentally your body is like, wait a minute, we were on the couch two days ago and now we're doing five days a week of working out and then you're hurt. And then, you know, you're at the chiropractor. And from there, it's kind of this downward spiral of now I have to start over. And the goal is to keep moving. You know, the goal is to stay in the gym. The goal is never to be hurt. And so remember that when you start from from, you know, mentally, you're you've decided, but you have to give your body time to catch up to what you've decided. So definitely yeah, taking it slow, just easy steps. Don't need to jump in all the way. Um, Oh, that's one thing I usually also tell my clients is you may be sore at first, even when you're starting slow. But that does not last. The more you do, the less you become sore until you try something else new. Like yeah, yes. you'll be, you may be sore in the beginning, but it won't last. So yeah. and, and you you will experience some fatigue if you haven't been using the muscle and now you want it to run. Yeah, it's fatigue. That's all. It'll go away. Yeah. And here's the question I get. Um, and I didn't mention this earlier, but I get the question. Do you do cardio first or weightlifting first? Like which one's better? Uh, <laughs> oh, my answer is it's always that. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know what? This is the thing. I'm a teacher. I, I I have been a teacher probably what for seven years here in Texas, and the answer is it depends. Yep, that's it my answer. It depends. It depends on what your goal is. You know, you can't. I can't give a blanket answer to that. Um, for for example, on February 27th, I started doing fasted cardio. That means I do my cardio first, and then I take a break or have a meal, and then I lift. Um, I'm preparing for something. So that's why I switched. On February 26th, I was not doing fasted cardio. I was doing cardio after my workout. So I think it depends on your goal. It depends on what you're preparing for. Mm-hmm. And, and so giving a blanket answer to viewers or audience, that's not fair. Yeah. Um, when you're, I, I will say this though, cardio, especially among females, is often overutilized. We get on the cardio machine, we do 45 minutes of the elliptical, feel great, dust off and go on about our day. And that's overutilization of the tool. Um, To build a shape, and as we're talking about in this episode, building muscle, cardio burns your muscle off. Um, It burns it off, especially when you don't have the nutrition coupled with it. So it's hard to say, you know, what you should do first, because I don't know your goals. I know my goal right now, but my goal changed literally from February 26th to February 27th. And I had a conversation with my coach on the evening of February 26th. And she said, all right, let's change it. And so it's hard to give a blanket answer to that statement without having a conversation, without going to a coach, going to see a Renee, coming and talking to me and saying, okay, but what are we doing? What are, what are you really doing? And then there, from there, you can give a solid answer. Definitely. That's people ask me that all the time. And that's my answer. I'm like, depends. Mm-hmm. What are your goals? What are you doing? Yeah. What do you want to do? You do? Um, I pre COVID, I, one of my excuses was I like doing weightlifting first. Cause I, 
in the other states I lived, I used to sweat a lot doing cardio. So right. I didn't want to yeah. sweat all over the weight machines. And so I do weights first. So I didn't have to constantly clean everything. Sure. But, sure. but, but then my other question is, where do you want more of your energy? Do you want it in lifting weights? Is that your focus? So what is your focus? It goes back to what are your goals? Do you, is your goals to improve your cardio versus strength training? So that's definitely a different podcast. Right. <laughs> right. Your goal. Yeah. So there, yes, I agree with Ryan. Yeah. There is no blanket answer to this one. It, right. There's there. Um, yeah, there's no solid answer to that one. I, I will say this, though, you know. Again, we're talking about those newbies. If you're going from the couch to to um, I just want to walk, don't overthink it. You know, yeah. that, again, we like I said, that's a different podcast for another day. Going from the couch, you get up and you just start walking. You get up and start moving. There's mm-hmm. don't don't overthink it. Or I should have gone to the gym or I didn't have time. Just get up and walk if, if you're just starting out. So that that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking yeah. about, you know, the, the other the, the fitness people. Who, who want to know, you know, I want to know because I want to do the right thing, you know. Yeah, definitely. Because I've had some new people kind of ask me that, like, which way should I go? And I'm like, you know, you're new. You don't have to spend a lot of time on anything. You know, even mm-hmm. if you have 20 minutes to lift some light weights, just go lift some light weights. You don't have to go spend an hour strength training. Just start where you can, 15, 20 minutes. You don't need to spend a lot of time when you first start off. It's just... I think- and, and part of your expertise is that behavior part. You know, I think that's where that comes in. You know, please correct me in making those behaviors. You know, you can't do a whole, you know, people come to us and they want to know what they should do first. And I rarely will tell someone, go clean out your entire kitchen, go to the grocery store, bring in all all spinach and and only drink a gallon of water. You know, it's small changes. You know, and and just saying, I went, I got up and went to the gym, check. And and that is an improvement already. And it is a slow behavior change. Not don't start with what I should be doing first. Start with the behavior. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I agree with that because, you know, it's getting back into the habit of going to the gym. Like I went through I was. Like even for me, I've been lifting for years and I was doing great up until like right before Christmas. And then Mm -hmm. I had some stuff issues happen and I took like Mm -hmm. a month and a half off and it just like I went, I spiraled and I'm like, you know what? I got to get out of these habits and go back into new habits. And so when I started back, I wasn't focused on how strong I can lift, how much Mm -hmm. I can lift, how, what I can do here. I just, I need to go and whatever I do, I do as long as I get myself up and go. And it was just the habit of yes. getting into that routine early. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I started, um, probably what is this March in the mid February. It sounds so simple. One of my habits is having my gym clothes folded by the bed. And so, and the, and I started doing that and I looked I looked and two weeks like they were there and I was like, I did it. I was so happy that I had my my sweatpants and the shirt that I was going to work out in in the morning. I had it folded up and I put it right there by the bed. So when I wake up in the morning and put my feet on the ground, I'm putting my feet inside sweatpants because before I didn't have a routine, I was kind of just wandering around the house. You know, even me, I, I'm not exempt. Like I, I always love to say that, you know, I'm a coach, but I don't have it. I have a coach on purpose. Mm-hmm. And so my coach is saying to me, okay, get your behaviors back in check. She knows me. We've been together six years, same coach. 
and she's saying, you know, where, where are your gym clothes? Oh, they're back by the side of the bed. So that's a start, putting the clothes on. Okay, now that means, now I know that I'm supposed to go get breakfast. Otherwise, it, it's not about the weights yet. It's not about the exercise and routine yet. It's about the behavior changes. Definitely. And mm -hmm. same with food. We mentioned nutrition earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, you don't need to go in and throw everything out. It's just mm -hmm. when you go in, be like, okay, I'm hungry. What can I reach for? And the habit of reaching for high, like something that's healthier, something a little bit more protein versus mm -hmm. like the pop talk pop tarts or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. Like, like, like strawberry pop tarts with the icing on them and sprinkles. Like don't reach for that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying that's my favorite or anything, or I have those in the house. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, it's, you know, starting off in the gym. Yes, it's great. You know, I love it when people start off because they're focused on their health and they want to do something different. And I am definitely all for that, but you definitely also have to kind of look at your habits and yeah. what is good. How can you change those to help you succeed with this and grow? And succeed long-term. Yeah. 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 The weights, the weights will come, you know, the building and the strength, the jumping from the 15s to the 25s, that'll come, but you have to be out there first. You have to be out there in the gym to make it happen. And that's, that's the behavior part. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, quick. Just one, there's one last thing. Sure. Since we're, we did mention nutrition a little bit, I wanted to bring this up because it's a question okay. I've seen a lot, like on a lot of the Facebook groups, people asking me, even my clients, like how much protein should I be eating? How much carbs, you know, where should I put my, you know, my fat? And I know for me, it also, that's also a depend answer. It depends mm -hmm. it is. on a lot of factors. Mm -hmm. Is there some more generalization that you tend to like you see yourself saying over and over again to your clients? Like, what would you recommend to someone's like completely new? Someone that's completely new, mm -hmm. I would say. I'm not sure if if folks have seen like the palm charts. Um, you can you can Google, you can YouTube the palm, like a palm nutrition chart, and they say to use your palm. Um, so you have your proteins, your carbohydrates, and your fats. Okay, mm -hmm. so your proteins want to be palm size for a female. That's about four ounces. Um, and so you know we're not walking around with you know nutrition scales. You know I'm not going to pull out my nutrition scale out of my bag at, at a nice at a fine dining. Um, and so you're able to get a better idea, uh, proteins, your carbohydrates, and that that's about a cup right there. That's about a cup of vegetables and keep your fats about thumb size. And that's not a lot. And so I, w one thing that must be mentioned here is when you talk about fats, fats include nuts. And this is not a lot of nuts right here. Uh, a thumb size amount. That's probably like 10 to 14. That's it. That's not the whole bag. And a lot of people, you know, in the process of creating healthy habits, they find themselves, I'm snacking on something that's better than popcorn, not realizing how much, how calorie dense uh, fat and, and nuts are, pecans, walnuts, almonds. Um, mm -hmm. But that's my basic nutrition to them. Go, go with the palm, palm, fist, and thumb size amounts for your proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Otherwise, how you said, it depends. It depends on, um, you know, are you lifting six days a week? If you're lifting six days a week and doing 20 minutes of post-workout cardio, um, the palm nutrition guide probably won't work. We need to up, up something somewhere. We need to up your carbohydrates, lower your fats, something. So I agree that depends. But starting out, 
using your palm is a great uh, analogy. It's a great tool because you have it with you all the time. Yes, definitely. Um, and then the next step from that is what I would recommend is like get the get like my fitness pal or get some kind of yes. nutrition yes. app yes. and track everything you eat and drink for a couple of days just so you know where you're at in yes. your calories food. So that way, if you're working with someone or you're trying to figure out on your own, you know kind of where to go from there. Um, and then I usually give a baseline of the 40, 30, 30. This okay. baseline, 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat, and keep it simple. Because once you really start figuring out how to change those, that's definitely when you want a trainer. Like, should you yes. up your protein? Should you lower yes. your carbs and up your fats? Or do you need to lower your fats and up your carbs? It's you know, that's and where you're changing you those based on energy expenditure. Yes. And your goals yeah. and what your goals yes. are, what you're trying to do, how your body responds to some of these. You know, some people Absolutely. respond better to carbs, others respond better to higher carbs. It's, you know, and what you're doing. Definitely. And I think what you just said to um, people, some people respond to carbs, some people respond to higher carbs, lower carbs, and it changes. I remember mm -hmm. a time where my body was able to process, I mean, an ungodly amount, an ungodly amount of carbs, grams to the gram. And I'm like, I don't even want to say because I don't even want to tell people that, you know, because they'd be like, how were you eating that? I don't even want to say yesterday, you know, a few days ago when my, my coach changed um, my nutrition program and she's saying, wait a minute, your body's not responding to the carbohydrates like they used to. She brought me down low to the point where I'm complaining. I'm like, coach, this is not, not going to be possible. Like I, I can't, survive on that few carbs. That's not, you know, so I, it's the same body. Obviously it's not, but it's the same person, but that body has changed from 36 to 40 years old, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we first started out, you know, I'm saying, you know, this year I'll be 40. She said, you can't, you're, you're not able to process that amount of carbs anymore. Whereas 36, you know, I'm like, Hey, let's, let's do this. This is a great, this is great, you know, and not so much anymore. So go to your point. You need someone to be monitoring that and somebody who knows how to monitor that for you. Definitely. I like that. And that's actually a good point. Ladies, it's never too late to start. You know, I've had, you know, never. your forties, your fifties, your sixties, there is, oh my, what are those? There's late. Oh, and I completely spaced out on their names. I'm following a couple of ladies that are like in their seventies that are like yes. bodybuilders, amazing looking. And they started in their forties and fifties. It's, it's never too late. So back to the intimidation of the gym, just if there's a lot of young people in there, like my gym, my gym has a lot of college students in it. It doesn't matter. Just doesn't. go in and start. It's never too late to start. And what I'd love to tell ladies, is, especially with muscle building, as we grow older and we have the issues with the hormones, which changes the way we can eat, but it also changes our bone density and having that muscle mm -hmm. strength on you actually help protects our bones as we age, yep. you know, decreases the chances of osteoporosis. So it's never too late, you know, love that the gym. Yes. yes. I had been an athlete my entire life. I didn't start focusing on lifting weights only. And I say only meaning as my primary form of exercise until I was 36. And so, and I've seen my, I have a better body now at 36 than I did when I was 18 because 18 was just youth. You know, you're, you know, yeah. you're 18. I can eat a couple burgers and fries, get a good night's sleep once a week. I'm fine. That's youth. This yeah. is different. This is like, oh, I definitely look better now than I did when I was 18. But it is because of, I know it's because of 
a solid five day to six day a week strength training program. Yeah. So it's never too late to start. I agree. Exactly. And like Ryan said earlier, just keep it simple. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Just just start and keep it simple. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Well, this was exciting. I can't wait till we do another one. So so for all you listening, Ryan and I were actually talking and the next one we're going to tackle next month is actually going to be supplements. So if that's a question we get answered a lot about tons of different types of questions about supplements. So stay tuned for that one. So yes, that one's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to that one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so awesome. any last things you want to say? Oh, first, how can we find if someone's interested in looking for training, how can they find you, Ryan? Ah, you can find me at thephysiqueathlete.com. I am the physique athlete across all platforms, IG, Facebook, uh, Google, Gmail, the physique athlete. You can find me there. Uh, reach out, answer questions. I love just answering questions. Um, it's it's great. I love just educating. Like I said, I'm a natural teacher. I, I That's what I do. So please, if you have questions, just reach out even for a question. Perfect. And I'm with happy that, to if answer. you guys... And with that, with if you guys are interested, if you have questions about supplements, email me, email Ryan. I'll put the information in the show notes and we will get to those questions when we do our next podcast together. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Excited. Okay, great. All right. Thank you everyone for joining and we'll see you next time. So see y'all later. <laughs>